0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Whiteley, and uh, joined with me today is our very own Mayor, Phil Gillam. Thank you very much for joining me, sir.
1: Pleasure, Alex. Pleasure. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, um, it's been a while since, I mean, officially since we spoke. I mean, I've, I've got like vox pox of you in places. I've, I know Julie saw you at the uh, at the, the bike event, uh, the cycling event, and then I saw you yeah, at yeah. the Darwin Festival. Um, but we haven 't had a good chance to sit down and talk about your year as mayor because it's it 's been quite a unique year as mayor i think that 's right fair to say <laughs>
1: yeah well not that i 've got anything to compare it to really but uh, yeah it 's been fantastic um, i 've loved every single minute and um, and they've they 've given me an extra six months as well yeah so, which is, um, has that ever happened before in your knowledge? No, I think. I mean, it's, it's all down to coronavirus. I mean, that's what's prompted this. Is that um, normally every May the uh, mayor would hand over to the next incoming mayor, and there's a, a ceremony, and the you know the new mayor takes office and all that. Well, it very quickly became apparent that there was no way that we could have any kind of ceremony and um it seemed or that was the first thing that that we simply couldn't do it you know we physically couldn't meet and and do it um the second thing that occurred to us was that it would be extremely unfair on the incoming mayor to preside over a year in which nothing happens yeah because uh, of course every event every event large and small has been cancelled or postponed Um, so no flower show, no carnival, no folk festival, all these wonderful things that happen in Shrewsbury every year have been kicked into touch. Um, So Gwen um, was ready to take over as the new mayor, Gwen Burgess, and sadly um, it just didn't seem the right time to do it. So we all got together, myself and Gwen and the town clerk, and we had a little chat about it, and it was decided that, at least nominally anyway, you know, I carry on for, for six months until November uh, and I don't really anticipate, even given the Prime Minister's latest uh, proclamations, um, I don't really anticipate very much happening um, over those months. Um, it would be nice to think that as we get towards September, October, things start to loosen up a bit and we we have you know, new things opening and big events happening again. I, I, I don't know. I, I try and, you know, I am an optimist, but let's, let's not get carried away, you know. Yeah. Um, it could be a while yet before things get back to normal. Um, so then the, the plan is is that then Gwen would take over as the new mayor in November, and then hopefully, all things being equal, we have a proper mayor-making ceremony then in May 2021 and um so i will have done 18 months and the idea is that gwen will then do 18 months in effect um so yeah it's 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 been prompted obviously by the pandemic and the lockdown and all that um but yeah it's been it's been a tremendous 12 months i've really loved every moment
0: yeah i mean I, i remember speaking to you um Early on, I think it was like six weeks in. I think it was Comic Salopia. I saw you. I mean, we, were, we went to get you on the show, and then I saw you, and you—you're very much uh, uh, overwhelmed with 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 everything that you've been, all the great things that you've been you've been going to. You see, like two sometimes there's two things a day. You, you know, <laughs> you're very windswept. Um, how was, everything, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How is it for you? I mean, I know you—you you were re- I mean, when we spoke before you became the mayor. You were very, very looking forward to it. Very much so. Um, was yeah. it at the beginning? Was it more than you anticipated, or was it exactly what you expected?
1: Hmm, I suppose it was a bit more than I anticipated. I was quite surprised at the number of events that we attend, and um, I'm sure you've met Bob, who is the mayor's officer, or was the mayor's was officer the mayor's, yeah. just retired? Just retired after about 150 years. <laughs> um, Lovely, lovely, lovely man, Bob Handley. Fantastic. And he is the mayor's officer, or was the mayor's officer, and he would call round and pick me up, and, and sometimes my wife as well, and we would, off we would go to uh, an event, and jokingly, I would say, as he arrived at the front door, oh no, not you again, because <laughs> you know, it really was, it was, it was crazy. Um, sometimes as you say, Alex, it was sometimes two, even three different events in one day. Um, and it was hardly worth Bob going home cause he'd be back again within a couple of hours, you know, <laughs> but it's just tremendous. And, and the, the lovely thing about being the mayor is that 99% of the things that you do are positive and upbeat and happy. Um, you know it it's generally opening new businesses or opening new shops or going to lovely events like the flower show or the carnival uh meeting interesting people like griffries jones for example springs to mind uh, fascinating that. fascinating bloke yeah um you know and giles brandreth you know i met him and and just meeting some very interesting people along the way um so it's all it's all great fun really
0: i mean yeah, i know you've been a pretty recognizable character in, in Shrewsbury before you were mayor it was like you know you you you're part of uh, a lot of the press and you've been writing books yeah. and very much a part of the community but what was it like taking that step up to being like instantly recognizable everywhere you go in town people stopping you hello mr mayor hello how was that for you that must have been a, a huge shock for you
1: it's it's very nice it's yeah. very nice um, you know, I, I remember that we would be on our way from one thing to another and and people would stop you in the street and and they might say, oh, you know, um, we're having such and such going on in three weeks time. Is there any chance, do you think, that you might be able to come along? You know, and so that's how it worked very often mm. Um we, we'd be at one event. I remember uh, a wreath laying event during um, Remembrance, uh, the weekend of Remembrance Sunday, um, and we we laid a wreath in uh, St Mary's Churchyard, and we were, and then Bob and I were walking through the street, uh, through Castle Street, and we were literally stopped. Um, about an entirely different event you know and 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 these ladies said you know we're, we're opening this place in a few weeks' time is there any chance and so that that was always nice the spontaneity of it you know that that all of a sudden you've got another thing to go to, which is great um you know because as I say, there were always very positive upbeat things, so yeah it, it was it was a bit of a roller coaster ride, but great stuff.
0: I think personally, I would, I, I don't know, I'd have my good days and my bad days, I think, with that sort of scenario, because I can, I mean, walking through the quarry, quarry should I say, I, people tend to sometimes recognize me because of the biscuit, and they'll be like, hey, he's the biscuit guy, I love what you do, and stuff like that, and I'm, sometimes I'll be like, very receptive of it, I'll be like, yeah, thank you, man, I really appreciate that, but sometimes I'll be like, thanks, you know, quite uh, like a rabbit in headlights, uh, uh, thanks, uh, you know, I'll get quite shy and embarrassed about it, um so how is it for you like on the days where i mean there's got to be days where i mean i spoke to a, a martin Wood about it you know town crier, he's i said those days when you just don't feel like being cheerful and happy what are they like for you you know
1: oh i always i'm always cheerful and happy Alex. i was
0: expecting an answer like that to be honest
1: because you, <laughs> you are very happy <laughs> That's, you're not the first person today to ask me that actually but i i think i i just have a, a sunny disposition really yeah so i i um yeah, I, I love it. And I mean, the thing is also that you have to remember is it is, generally speaking, it is just one year that you're in that situation, whereas Martin as the town crier. He's been doing it for years, you know, so that that's a bit different. And, and maybe there are times when you, if you've been doing the same thing for 10 years or something, perhaps uh, there are days when you think, oh, you know, just leave me alone, you know. But um, no, I mean, given that it's only for one year, it's it's not uh, it's not a problem. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, as far as I'm concerned, um, one of the very great joys of the whole year was the Beatles weekend. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, it's just like you'd never normally, you know, you just wouldn't get the opportunity to do anything like that normally. But I think you know, part of it is, as the mayor, you're required, you know, as part of your year to raise funds for a chosen charity. So you, you choose the charity. In my case, it was the Samaritans, the Samaritans of Shrewsbury, um, who do such fantastic work across the community. And I just thought, ooh, do you know what? I, I, I don't really want to do a big fancy mayor's ball with chandeliers and everybody dressing up and you know that's not me at all really um so I thought what, what else could I do and and being a lifelong Beatles fan I just thought oh it would be great to do a Beatles weekend um and th- this is where a bit of sadness comes in I'm afraid because yeah. I, I I got together with lovely Tim King who Uh, He and I became very close friends um, during this period. Uh, Lovely, lovely fellow who sadly passed away um, just a few weeks ago. Um, Which was a shock, um, by
0: the way. That was a huge shock because he. just a week before, he was messaging me. He was like, uh, we need to do some of the cartoon festival. And yeah 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 I felt terrible because i i i didn't ignore his message i, I my messages come up for me quite quickly, you know They, the like, blah 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 and I was kind of I'll, I'll address that later and I, I completely forgot, and I felt so
1: terrible I saw his message come up
0: i was oh, I feel so terrible about that
1: yeah yeah it it was awful um just just complete shock as you say, completely out of the blue um so yeah, uh, he did. He did a
0: fantastic job. You both did with the the, the Beatles weekend because, like you said, mm-hmm. it's um, it's a it's a nice thing to do for the town. Very different, uh, but also mm-hmm. fitting as they as they played here twice. You know, um, well, yeah, I'm
1: I'm just going to cherish those memories for the rest of my life, and and you know even more so because of Tim. Um we, as I say, became, became very close friends and we would meet for coffee and cake regularly in the run-up to the event. And we, we spent uh, our days really together. And, and even subsequently, we would, you know, go to the cinema together or go to the theatre together or something, you know, and we became great friends. Um, it was an absolute labour of love from beginning to end. Uh yeah, we got the, the Mersey Beatles, a fantastic tribute band, to play at the Theatre 7. We had five, five Beatles films screened at Theatre 7 over the weekend. We had live music at the Butter Market and we had live music at the Wheat Chief. We had all sorts of things going on all over town. And it was a, an absolute joy, absolute joy. Uh, did, you, did you work out how much you
0: raised on that weekend? Uh, I, I do don't mean you- to throw... A- Figures around,
1: yeah. Uh, well, the weekend itself was getting on for six thousand pounds. Um, and the total so far through various other events is uh over eleven thousand pounds. Wow, so, so it's like a running total. We've got over eleven thousand pounds now. Um, there's still a few bits and bobs going on. Um, Obviously, because of the situation we're in, yeah. we can't do a great deal at the moment. But um yeah, it's it's gonna be well over eleven thousand pounds. That is
0: fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations that you've done that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah,
1: it it's it's just been a joy from beginning to end, and and um I've struck up a, a great friendship with the Samaritans locally as well. You know, um they're a fantastic bunch of people. Um so yeah, it's just it's just been great. Uh,
0: and have there been things that you've seen um, in the town locally since you became mayor that you weren't aware of? You're like, oh, my God, this really happens. I'm, it made you, you know, proud yeah. or become aware of something you weren't aware of before.
1: Um, there's, you, some, so there's some there's some organisations that I'd never heard of before, or at least I, I thought they only existed in cartoons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was one. <laughs> you'll remember, Alex. You'll remember the Flintstones. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Fred. Fred yeah, Fred and Barney. And um, yeah, well, there the really is a an organisation called the Royal Antediluvian Order of the Buffaloes. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God that, that that Fred and Barney and the Flintstones were in the buffaloes. I'm sure they, unless they were water water buffaloes or bison or something. But yeah, they wore uh, those um, big furry hats with the horns. They used yeah, to go bowling together. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I thought, nah, that can't be real. Surely, but I was invited along, and sure enough, it's the Royal Antediluvian Order of Buffaloes, and um, <laughs> the uh, gentlemen. Um, of a certain age, I have to say, and they all wear chains and and badges and medals and all the rest of it. And um, it's another one of those ancient organisations that raises lots of money for charity, but I didn't really know they existed until I actually saw them with my own eyes. Um, So that was interesting. Um, Yeah, it's just uh, the, the variety, Alex is astonishing, you know. And I think one of the last things I did, days before the lockdown, went to open a, a, a store um, in Battlefield, uh, on the Battlefield Retail Park, um, and it was um, selling um, hot tubs and spas and that, you know. Nice. And, um, and it was just opening, like two days before everything was locked down. And it was the—I the, the, think it was pretty much the last thing I ever did, really, as as mayor. And um, and we were invited by the press photographer to to get in. Uh, luckily, we didn't have to take our clothes off. But myself and the owner of the shop got into a hot tub together, fully dressed, for the purposes of a photograph <laughs> for the Shropshire Star. I thought, you yeah, know, this is totally bizarre. You know. <laughs> just sitting fully clothed in a hot tub with a complete stranger for a photograph, you know, and things like that would happen all the time. Uh, where, when we, uh, launched the Shrewsbury game of Monopoly, you know? Yeah, I was there. Uh, you were there, you were there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was another occasion when I was asked by the Shropshire star to, to do something daft. And we, um, I was persuaded to, as you know, the launch was at Shrewsbury prison. And, um, was persuaded to go into a cell and shut the door behind me. So I was looking through the bars of the cell door because, of course, in Monopoly, you know, do not pass, go, uh, yeah. all this, and or go straight to jail and all that. So that hence the connection between Monopoly and the jail.
0: I gotta say, I gotta say, like the that's one of my one of the best things I ever recorded actually on the biscuit was we were recording you guys as you were playing the very first ever version a game of the of Monopoly, <laughs> and the banter between you guys. I think you were having a bit a bit of a mini tantrum about the ethics of some decision someone had made, and it makes me laugh every time I hear it because you're like, I don't think it's very fair to put blah, blah, blah and we were just laughing. It was so good, so funny. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was a good day. Um, Yeah, just just so many events like that really, Um, you know, graduation day for the colleges and graduation day for the university centre, just really happy occasions and the the switching on of the Christmas lights was one of my favourites, just a a magical evening.
0: Yeah, that was a good night that was, I remember Charlie was there, he was selling his Christmas cards, I remember Charlie Adlard, I was in the crowd uh, looking up, that was a really good night, yeah. You've had some good yeah. moments. You've had some good moments, and I was worried that, obviously, with what's happened with the lockdown, that um, it would have left left a, like a nasty scar on your your you know experience as mayor. Uh, but you've well, had some ma- magical experiences before then that you'll always remember, I guess.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it affected the last couple of months of of the mayoral year, really, um, because we had so much planned. Uh, my calendar was absolutely packed. And, of course, overnight, we just had to scrap everything. Um, and so that was a bit sad. And, um, yeah, you know, a few people have commented that it, it kind of fizzled out, really, you know. So it was um, a kind of ending your year with a whimper rather than a bang sort of thing, you know, because it did kind of fizzle out. And as I say, I don't expect very much to happen over the coming months, Um yeah in terms of mayoral engagements but hey you know what a fantastic year yeah it's um it it really it really was great um you got to
0: um you got to see some great things though some great resilience by people I think, like you know, especially like Castlefields and the way they they all stuck together and created that great community, and what happened with yeah. Prince Rupert and the 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 outreach work that they did there. I mean, uh, yeah. Even though you you weren't able to go, that it must have been proud a lot of pride for you to be able to see that.
1: Yeah, it is a wonderful town, and there's a great sense of community. You mentioned Castlefields. Definitely, you know that's that's one great community, and um, that's where I grew up. You know, and my boyhood was was spent in Castlefields, um, so I have a, a special connection to Castlefields. Um, but certainly, the, that community spirit um, it was it was everywhere. Um, and uh, I, you know I, I now live on Reebrook so they, we have the same sort of situation here where we've been helping people that have been um, in isolation or, or shielding um, going to the pharmacy and picking up prescriptions for people or going to the supermarket to get their groceries you know there's, there's that going on here as well um, and I think there are little groups like that all over Shrewsbury and it, it does the heart good
0: yeah, it really does. I mean, I, I kept saying it enough. I, I felt like I was saying it too much. In fact, I was like, look at all the amazing people. Look at this that they're doing and looking at that that they're doing. But it did fill me with a, a lot of pride um, mm-hmm. seeing these things. I mean, we, we've lost a few. We, I mean, we lost Button and Bear, which was really sad. Um, they were an amazing mm-hmm. shop and um, there's a lot of people really struggling. But, I mean, I, like you saying optimistic but not going a bit too far with what Boris has said today. Um, and you know hopefully i mean you've got what two months left a few months well no it's july uh, june so you got a few good few months left to a few months yeah yeah, yeah if, if things start opening again and and, and yeah. coming back to life you may your calendar may
1: fill up again very quickly i can imagine it, it might do it might do um yeah even if it's just i mean we're still largely social distancing even you know if it goes down to mm-hmm. to one meter and all the rest of it but so so it's not going to be quite back to normal but uh, we're getting there and yes let, let's let's be optimistic and and it would be nice to think that there will be some events over the next few months um in between mayor and mayor um is there
0: is there a, a, a communication that strikes up like when you first became mayor did you did you speak to uh uh, Jane mckenzie and did she give you advice oh, sure. and then when you pass on uh, on to gwen will you do the same thing is there that sort of oh, community? Sure. yeah
1: absolutely absolutely yeah uh, i mean gwen and i we we were going for a coffee we we went for a coffee together just again it was just days before the lockdown you know mm-hmm. um and and there's a lot of that that goes on behind the scenes you know meeting other counselors and and uh, yeah that that goes on all the time um so yeah and and they're a friendly bunch you know they're all you know fantastic people so um yeah i mean Jane McKenzie is a personal friend of mine as is, as is you know Tony Parsons and a lot of the other councillors um yeah it, it that that goes on uh, interestingly i think um since since lockdown if anything that communication between the councillors has increased really yeah. because we do an awful lot on zoom and in some respects, and you've probably found this as well, Alex. You know, in some respects, it kind of allows you to perhaps spend a bit more time talking to people somehow. I'm not sure how that works, mm-hmm. but maybe if you meet for a coffee, you keep looking at your watch, thinking, "Oh, I've got to be somewhere else. I better get off." You know, whereas when you're on Zoom, that doesn't really happen so much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I've kind of, I mean, I do this a lot anyway. Um, I mean uh, with, with the other shows that I do that are, uh, where Tom is in America and stuff you know that, that that has been difficult but with with everything that happened with the biscuit, we were about to go out and hit the events we were meant to go to festivals and things like that, so we kind of that kind of stopped for us, so we did end up using Zoom and Skype more, but I found myself relishing human contact in, the, in, a, in a in a normal way, of course uh, <laughs> but like you know going going to the studio we we opened the studio last Monday. Um, we were able to we're now being able to go in and socially distance in the studio and get some great, uh, you know, interviews done, which is it's, it's been fantastic. I mean, being taken yeah. away from that and then being given that again, it makes you realize what you took for granted, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you're still enjoying the biscuit then? Oh, I love it. I love it to pieces. I mean, um, a huge shout out to Peg's support, who um, High Sheriff um, Dean is, has been pushing she's been pushing for support and for for children's needs and things that, and that that was one of the the charities she's illustrated was peg support so we got in touch with them and on the power of of one of the shows that we did on on the the launch day that we released it people started getting in touch with pegs so it shows that our people listen to our show and it affects people and that that but that was so heartwarming for me more for pegs and for the family that we helped but at the same time people are listening and that just um reignited my passion i guess that we're doing something good and that's that means more to me than anything
1: great great
0: Mm, yeah, yeah i love it nice to know yeah uh the team has grown, and um you know we've got a gr- a great support behind us um what comes next after you then uh, uh when 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 you finally hang up your cloak what what's what's next for you have you got any plans are you just gonna re- relax take it easy, or are you gonna get right in
1: uh yeah all of those things <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can you hear the printer going here?
0: I'm sorry about that. It's fine. It's fine. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a dab with the editing. I can take that out. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, I have I mean, I've got so many projects on the go, really. I don't know where to begin. Um, but uh, there's, there's several things that I do, and I, I'm sure I've mentioned to you before, Alex, There's there's the DEEP project, which is Dementia Engagement and Empowerment Project. Um, and I'm involved with them, um, which is setting up groups all over Shropshire for people living with dementia. Nice. Uh, so, you know, people, if anyone interested in that, please drop me a line, uh, either email me or give me a call, whatever. Um, the other thing that I do is the Bellevue magazine. Bellevue magazine. it's uh, Very, very time-consuming. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's been affected a little bit by the pandemic because um, distribution yeah. was a problem uh, without going into too much detail um, and all the rest of it. So, you know, that that's had its problems. But hopefully I'm going to carry on with that. Um, yeah, so lots of, yeah, and, and writing. I'm, a, I'm just always coming up with ideas for both fiction and nonfiction. you know, so I'm, I'm always doing that. Yeah. Um, bit like you Alex you know sort of got got fingers in lots of pies and 101 ideas yeah I mean those things that go on inside your
0: head you've got to get them out haven't you you've got to be able to do it. I mean like um controversially I'm thinking of I mean I don't know how I mean I almost don't care but I would love to get historian on to talk about Clive uh not to in any way to sort of point fingers or to throw one vote to wherever's going to happen to such I just want to talk about history you know, oh, yeah. the actual facts and, and find something fascinating. So if anybody's listening to this and wants to get in touch and do that, I think, um, I think I'm going to speak to Maggie Love about that because I think she'd be great. Uh, but just to talk about that history, because I find it's, it's fascinating anyway to talk about. Um, but this is something that's in my head and I need to get out, and I like that. Um, <laughs> I think you're very much the same that, you know, once you've got an idea... Rather than leaving it rattling around inside there, you've got to get it on paper, right? It's important.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're a big, big comics fan, I know. Oh, I love my comic books, yes. And, my... uh, and I'll bet you've come up with loads of ideas and you'd like to explore that. Um, I don't know if you sort of dabble in writing or, or art or whatever. Um, I do. I mean, I've got, I've, I've got this. I'll keep
0: talking about this book. I think it's a million pound idea, but I just haven't got time to sit and write a book. It's, it'd be a huge book. Um, but I, I'll, one day, one day I'll sit and I'll, I've, I've written the first chapter. But I may need to go back and look at it. But I mean, uh, there, there, there are ideas that I'd love to get onto. It's just finding the yeah. time. This is my passion very much so is in front of a microphone. I think it's what the, the role I was born to play, if I'm honest. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a modest but guy. Just, just
1: before I came on for this chat, um, I stumbled upon this. Wow. <laughs> for the sake of your listeners folks is the fantastic christmas annual from 1969 which has iron man on there from the front and um yeah i i was a big american comics fan um when i was like 10 11 12 um spider-man was my favorite really i've got lots of spider-man comics from that era and daredevil and batman and all sorts you know the originals uh, are
0: great aren't they i mean yeah going yeah. back and looking at the language that they used and the way they would uh, tell the story and what action they thought
1: would grip the audience at the time i mean it's all changed now hasn't it you know it has it has but yes they are of a of a type um and you, you know the little news agents in claremont street yes. in town that's where I got my American comics from. And uh, on a Saturday afternoon, we'd go into town with mum and dad. Mum and dad would do the shopping. And then before we went home, uh, my little brother and I would go into that news agency in Claremont Street and there would be a pile of American comics. Well, several piles. And that they, when I say a pile, they were just piled up on the counter in no particular order. <laughs> um. And they'd been imported. You know, they were literally American comics, Um, which, again, you you wouldn't see that anymore. But um, they were exotic because they had adverts for American toys and American, you know, card games and things. And and G.I. Joe, who was the American version of Action Man and all this. So they were really exotic because it gave you a little insight into life in America. Um, and they smelt fantastic. They had shiny covers and yeah. then sort of newspaper, paper inside. Um, and they were just so exciting. And um, I would always choose one and, and my little brother would choose one and we would read them on the way home, you know, just fantastic.
0: It's them kind of smells like, like if you smelt like a um, fresh magazine or something, I mean, you work, you yeah. make your own magazine, whereas sometimes if you smell that, it takes you straight back, straight back to the, those days where you were picking up your comic books you know um i love that my my earliest memories of not earliest memories but one i i remember vividly i was i was about um probably about 12 13 and we would go to W. H. Smith's. me and my friends. I didn't have a lot of money. Like I couldn't, I couldn't ask my mom for a subscription on a comic book. Or, you know, I would dare ask for money. Like, he'd be like, no. Uh, but like we would sneak into Smiths and we'd lie on the floor, literally lie on the floor. And we'd read the comic books on WH Smith's and Wrexham on the floor. And then we'd get the guy coming around going, you can't read any, mate, you need to buy the books, you know. And we'd get turfed out. But then we'd be there the next day. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Happy come- day. I mean, they are. And, I I like the emotion that I get from reading comic books. I used to to read a lot of Flash, The Flash. And um, I remember when it moved to the new 52, when that began, I read the the, the first Flash book and it was an episode where he couldn't stop running. He was running too fast. He was literally seeing things before they happened because he was running too fast. And there was like five pages where he was doing one thing and another thing. And there's all these panels on this one page and it gave me so much anxiety. I was kind of like, wow, this is clever. And that's the power of comic books. That's why I love about it. Good <laughs> storytelling. That's It's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like the creative arts, going back to, to Shrewsbury and kind of enjoying that perfect segue. Um, creative arts in Shrewsbury. Um, Shrewsbury is one of those towns that I just think that there's just so much raw talent on every single corner um is there anything that's caught your eye things that people have made and things you've seen when you've been out and about that just made you like your heart skip a beat you know
1: yeah well yeah because you can't you know you can't be everywhere at once so sometimes you're not aware of all the the richness and diversity of what goes on and um one of the places that i've never paid enough attention to is the hive yeah you know yeah. there's so much going on there mm-hmm. there's live music and there's films and there's theater and there's so much happening and it's kind of tucked away down a little street and you hardly know it's there but it's a fantastic place and um so yeah it was a great pleasure to go along to some events there uh, just like the whole atmosphere of the place really you know you yeah. walk in there's lots of leaflets and it's very welcoming and it's very very creative um I just love that. I, I love, as you were saying about comic books. You know, it's that that feeling that you can kind of do anything. Really, you can take a blank sheet of paper and you can do whatever you want with it. You know, and and it just that's exciting. And so, when you walk into a place like that and you see all these different things going on—live music and art—and yeah, it's great. I love that. And I, I really must pay more attention to the hive. That, that's one of our little gems. I think.
0: I think everybody does. I think the more we talk about things like that, the the more help and more support people can give. You know, um, yeah. I, it is such a nice place. I remember I walk. I was I was walking around with posters. I was giving out biscuit posters, and I always feel cheeky when I when I go up to someone like, can I, can I put a poster in your window or something? You know, because it's it's a hindrance, but I walked in. I was like, i got these posters, can I put... And she was like, oh, you're the biscuit guy. And I was like, yeah, I the biscuit. She goes, absolutely, yeah, give me another one. And she was so lovely. It's such a nice atmosphere. So you're right, the Hive is not just for my own personal yeah. reasons, but for what it offers to the town, of course. So, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Bear Steps is another place as well. You know, There's a little, little gallery at Bear Steps. And how many of us just walk past, you know, without even giving it a glance, you know? Yeah. Um, and they have some really excellent exhibitions there. And, you know, it's just a case of, Oh, you know, if you've got half an hour or something, just pop in and have a look around. It's great.
0: I've got, I've got a, ma- a, ma- a crazy amount of love for, for Bibbs and the guys that were, uh, you know, at the bare steps, because yeah. like you said, I mean, I've walked past it a million times. Um, but when we were at the Darwin festival and we were doing, uh, we we're talking about uh, Bibbs did that amazing show about the, the Darwin family. Um, I just felt like a real connection with that. I just felt, you know, it was really nice. It felt good there. And I was there today, actually. I was taking pictures around Shrewsbury. Oh, I want to get some artwork for these, all these shows I'm putting out. And uh, I looked at Bear Steps Gallery and I just smiled. I was like, ah, oh, I love that place.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do <laughs> wonder, you know, Alex, I wonder about tourists you know when when people arrive in the town if they actually are aware of all these wonderful things i don't suppose they are hmm. you know um, it wouldn't it wouldn't cross their mind would it to pop into the hive or pop into bare steps you know it, they would just perhaps go round the shops have a coffee maybe visit uh, the museum you know but there's there are so many other places i suppose you just couldn't do it all in one day really yeah, exactly. um the other place that's a bit off the beaten track is the Parade of Shops. Yeah. You know, and it's just tucked away and and you wouldn't necessarily think about going there. You know, it's just a little bit off the beaten track.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you went to the Parade, you'd see our studio. That's where we are. And I love the Parade. I think it's fantastic. It's such a, a, a brilliant building. It's such an amazing building to be working in and be around. You, you feel... I'm in awe of that place it just if you walk around those corridors and it's got a special feeling in there you know I yeah. mean you go downstairs and you see all the signs and you see the the glass fronts of the stores it feels like you're in a bazaar like abroad and there's all these amazing little trinket type shops and uh, yeah. you know I love the place I think it's great I think you're right yeah. There are so many places like that you know fish street you know coming off bare steps you go down fish street or you know i was down grope lane earlier and i was kind of like I, I try and pitch and it's not hard to do you can kind of walk down certain places in shrewsbury and mm. try and imagine what it looked like you know in the victorian age but some places that i, I wouldn't touch like uh grope lane where you can look at it and be like yeah this this place would have been awful <laughs> back in the day because
1: of uh, the, the life that was down there yeah, you know? yeah, Forest, yeah. Uh, um yeah yeah I mean, I I, I have to say I'm a big fan of Facebook. I spend a lot of time on Facebook. And there are, you know, for the love of Shrewsbury Mm -hmm. that Lorraine does, you know, um, that's just such a great Facebook page. And there are lots of others as well that, that, you know, talking about the, the history of the town. Uh, that celebrate the history of the town and and all kinds of fantastic photographs turn up, you know, Victorian scenes and that. And you think, good grief, I've never seen that before. One popped up the other day of the forecourt of the railway station, and um, I'd never actually seen this scene before. Um, and it shows you the the original um castle street um just beyond the railway station the, the original shops and that and then it was it was quite an eye-opener you know you thought oh i i hang on a minute i'm not sure where we are you know it um yeah when you see pictures like that and you think ah right now I, i've got it now yeah it's, it's, I just find that fascinating yeah as you say it's quite easy in a town like shoesbury to to uh, imagine times gone by
0: it's those pictures of the construction actually or the demolition i guess you could call it of the of the, the train station and you you realize how much work would have had to have gone in to to almost dig that basement and add that lower floor <laughs> it, w- it would have been her- like today that would have been like that would take a long time even today you know
1: so it, it makes yeah. you appreciate it. <laughs> yeah it, it does make you wonder you think well was that really did, did that make sense you know to to excavate underneath the existing building and then build another layer you know it does seem quite bizarre but <laughs> uh, but, but beautifully done beautifully done
0: um you know over over the last year I've, i have been to see so many amazing things i mean i went on one of the the, the guided tours of Castlefields with um with Stan Sedman, who's obviously a huge hero of Shrewsbury. Um, he's, yeah, yeah. he's the leading voice, I think, in guided tours around here. Um, yeah. um, that was a, an amazing experience for me, you know, because I do yeah. love the history, and that's, that's one of the things that draws me to Shrewsbury is the history, you know.
1: Yeah, we all love Stan. Yeah, he's great. And he, he just puts it across so nicely, doesn't he? You know, he, he's mm. just so knowledgeable. Yeah, I, I've been on a few walks with him, and uh, he seems to, you could just put him, put him outside any building, and he'd be able to tell you stories about it.
0: Yeah and
1: that's what i found out i mean uh, a
0: shout out to ron morgan as well who, who came on my show yeah. another author uh, i always mention it that he was sat in my house i was living i was living on bellevue road and i pointed to the big building across the way and i was like i always wondered that what that was and he was like yeah that was an old mod building uh if you'd have been here like 40 years ago you'd see military trucks all driving up there to park in the car park yeah, and i was yeah. like yeah. how do you hold this knowledge it's it's really it really yeah. is respectable um you know <clears throat> have you had have you had David Trumper on the biscuit? I have been trying to get David Trumper on. I mean, I don't want to be a pest, so I think I've messaged him on Facebook, which I don't think he uses. Um, right. I, I can't find a way to get in touch with him. So I don't like to become a, uh, come across as a stalker, but I would love, love to get <laughs> David Trumper on the show because he was my old yeah. teacher. He was, he, taught, he, taught oh. me, he taught me oh. Lady Grove.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And there, yeah. Is a,
0: there is a funny story about David Trumper where I, I made him lose his mind because um, we did the school photograph where we all lined up and I went cross-eyed on the photo and it was the, the full class portrait, you know, not just the individual one. So they had to get the photographer out to do it again. And he gave me a right rollicking. He really did. I deserved it. <laughs> oh, I'd love to talk to him to find out if he remembered that because, uh, <laughs> he, he must've, he must remember yeah. that because I, I caused so much damage out there just by being silly, really. Um, yeah. Well, he, he's a walking encyclopedia, he is. I I, am, I imagine so. He was such a good teacher. Um, I, I, one of the projects we did was, um, uh, it was in year six, I believe. And he was like, we're going to, um, plan a trip to, to like, um, an exercise. We're going to plan a trip to Germany. So like he would let us. Choose which like motorways to get down to the ferry port and then from the ferry port where we'd get off at France and where we would drive through france to and it was one of the most I still remember that exercise today because I learned road names we learned um how to you know use inventories and what we'd take with you and you know it was such an amazing exercise and that was some, something that he put together he's a he's a great guy I'd love to get him on sure yeah, yeah. is there is there anything that's that, that that's taken you by surprise um as mayor is there something um that you didn't think you would feel about something that you, you felt overwhelmed by you know, like a, a flush of uh, emotion that, you know, really touched you. Now there's a question. Mm.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been, um, I think I've been, um, I suppose to begin with, um when you become, mayor, you don't exp- you don't really think too much about um, all the pomp and ceremony and all the big church services that you have to go to and so on. You know, and I, I think I've been pleasantly surprised by a lot of that because, um, yes, I am very interested in history and heritage, and I suppose tradition and all that. Um. But I didn't know very much about it in terms of the life of Shrewsbury, you know, and uh, and those, those big events like the the mayor making ceremony at St Chad's and things like that, they're tremendously moving. So when you say have I been, you know, overwhelmed by things, uh, there's been a couple of occasions where I've been deeply moved by all that, the tradition and the history, um, and the the way in which, uh, especially nowadays, it may not have been the case in years gone by, but the, the way that um, there's this inclusive thing going on now where everyone is welcome, you know, no matter what your background, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, no matter if you have faith or no faith. I love the fact that everyone is made to feel welcome. Yeah. Um, and that, that I've been really struck by that, um, again and again, really, at, at these big services, you know, where you perhaps are a little bit embarrassed or a little bit, you know, oh, I'm not sure how to deal with this. Um, but everyone puts you at ease. And and as I say, uh, everybody is, is made to feel welcome. And, and I think that's fantastic. Um, I don't think that was necessarily the case years ago. and And, and I think if you didn't know you know, to, to put it at its simplest level, if you didn't know when to stand up and when to sit down and when to kneel and all that, <laughs> you you could make a complete fool of yourself quite easily. And I'm quite sure that I've made a fool of myself on numerous occasions. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. I mean... But I, I just think it's lovely that, that um, ministers of every faith now um, go out of their way to make everybody feel welcome and relaxed. And I, I like that, so in fact, you can almost you know if you don't agree or believe in what's happening around you, then that's fine. you know you can kind of sit and observe and enjoy what's happening without feeling uncomfortable,
0: yeah, yeah, that's nice I like that and i I was going to ask actually can you can you compare your mayor opening ceremony um or your you know your your congregation? to a wedding it's all about you right it's all about you it's like it's, all the eyes are on you they're watching you they're looking at you in the in your fancy coat uh, and you're walking through town is is it
1: comparable to a wedding not, nice to hear you say that alex because my wife is always saying it's not all about you <laughs> <laughs> it is all about you you're the mayor of
0: shrewsbury and that, that must feel yeah you
1: know? i mean obviously it is very it's it's a spectacular day that is the actual mayor making thing it is uh definitely comparable uh to to your wedding day because you know how often would you dress up like that and and you know pre- process through the town center with a brass band and all that you know it is absolutely exceptional yeah and um the other one that will will live long in the memories is the flower show day because my wife and i were um driven in a vintage Rolls-Royce from the castle. So we arrive at the castle, we get into our mayoral get-up, we are then uh, put in a, a vintage Rolls-Royce, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing, yeah. and yes. chauffeur-driven through the town centre to St Chad's, and then we get out and we're welcomed into the quarry for the opening of the flower show. You know, it, it's pretty amazing, really. Um, so, you've got, you know, the town crier and the high sheriff and then the lord lieutenant and all these people. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. And what a great day that was, you know, it was just um, from point. beginning to end to a point oh, well, the, the weather you're talking about the weather yeah yes. yeah well, never, okay. forget <laughs> never forget that
0: never forget that that's the first time i went viral i put a video above the rain and coming off one of the, yeah, the marquees yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a crazy yeah. day. i remember seeing you actually in the in the dingle i was i nearly grabbed you because but you looked really hustled you bustled you know it was like you looked busy yeah. you were getting taken yeah. from one place to another and i didn't want to yeah. shove a mic in your face but i wish i had almost because i didn't get any interviews that day because of the weather it was uh yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it it won't surprise you to know, Alex, that when the downpour came, we were undercover. Good. Um, So we didn't get wet at all. Um, And then there was the the Queen Tribute Band, who were amazing. And there were the fireworks, which are always amazing. That's my favourite bit, the fireworks. It's just a heck of a day. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it
0: is a shame. I mean, we understand why there isn't one this year. We all understand that. We all appreciate that. But yeah, it was it's a shame it didn't happen. It just means it will have to go bigger next year. Uh- <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. um, I, if you could give um, uh, Gwen, the new mayor, three pieces of advice, I'm sure I'm sure oh. you, you've already talked about it. What would you say to her? I'll put you on the spot. Uh-huh. Why don't, yeah, it is pressure. Have some of
1: that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, okay uh number one try not to eat too much cake (laughs) number two two, on a hot sunny day don't wear too much under your mural robes (laughs) my goodness me you know on, on flower show day wearing the robes oh that was i mean yes it did rain but it was also pretty hot as well yeah um so yeah and just yeah, and most of all, you know, just enjoy it and and just cherish it really, because it's a once in a lifetime thing, and it's it's a great year.
0: And, and finally, you say you like Facebook and you like stick Did you ever go into those comment threads uh, when they mentioned you on on a you know say on the shop? You started a story on. You, did you ever go into the comment threads and see what people were saying about you, or is that a big no no? <laughs> Why? What were they saying? Oh, but, uh, people say negative things about me. It's, it's part of being a public image, I guess, in the public well, eye.
1: I, 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 I'm delighted to say I've not seen anything negative. Let's put it that way. Good. I mean, um, I, I haven't
0: seen anything. People love you. People have really adored what you've brought to the town. Uh, I definitely yeah,
1: they they
0: love you too, Alex. <laughs> I'm sure deep down, so a lot of people. And actually, do you know what? I think you're right. There's, there's a lot of really good support we're getting at the moment, which I really do like. I don't want to say thank you yeah. to them, but also thank you to you. You know, you gave me, you gave me a chance. You put me in the Bellevue magazine. We met for a coffee. We talked about what I did, and and, and you did that for me, and what what I was doing, and and the impact we're having on the town. So you actually had a real good in, influence on us from the very beginning. So you know, I owe you a lot, sir. And you've done you've done amazing. Oh, no, person. no, no, you know, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's,
1: it's an absolute absolute pleasure. And I, I think I would mentioned to you, Alex, ages ago that I years and years ago I came up with this idea for a I don't know a PR company or something, and I was going to call it the Shoesbury Biscuit. Oh. I just thought what a great name for anything really you know but it just seemed just seemed to fit perfectly and and so yeah when when you came along as the Shoesbury Biscuit I thought yeah that makes perfect sense yeah, I, yeah I liked-
0: you haven't got that copy written somewhere have you I don't owe you some money somewhere <laughs> <laughs> some royalties <laughs> oh, I'm sure I can figure it out yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Mayor, Phil, Phil Gillam, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on our show again. I, I've, I really enjoy talking to you every time I see you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed, big fingers crossed, I don't want to fill up uh, people too much optimism and cause chaos. But if there are events before between now and October, I hope to see you on the road soon. That would be really nice.
1: Great. Thanks, Alex.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Guys, this has been an amazing episode. I think you'll agree. Um, If you've got any comments about this episode and would like to get in touch, um, email us. Uh, Our email is shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com. I say that more often now because people are actually emailing us now. It's great. Get in touch. We want to speak to you. And also check out our website, uh, which is uk. All of our audio is accessible there. Rather than using Podbean, uh, Spotify or Stitcher or iTunes, whatever you want to use, you can go onto our website and play it directly directly off the website if you wanted to choose to do that um but uh phil thank you so much for joining us you've been a a, a pleasure as always thanks alex thank you very much guys and peace out yeah